Welcome to the Russell Westcott Podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge, and skills that you need to start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Uh, all right, so I'm back here with a good friend, Arlen Dolan, and uh, once again, thank you for your time. And I know this is uh, for you to just share this. You know, one of the things I'm doing with this project is I actually want to get a digital archive of a lot of this kind of stuff because your very first presentation that was so inspiring to me I actually don't have a copy of it anywhere I don't know if you have a cassette I don't either and it was just so it was I'm shocked that I didn't keep it because that cassette tape that came to me in the mail of you talking about joint ventures and right. and it was only about 20 minute presentation and that's fundamentally shifted uh, a thought process and fundamentally shifted a direction I was going. Wow. And which then led into creating of a program and investing in more real estate, writing a book, um, doing this interview, other things. So it's actually spawned an entire, another level or 10 deeper and inspiring people across the country. So thank you. Oh, thank you very much absolutely. for that. You just never know what you do. When no. you put something out, you just never know how no. it impacts people, do you? No, you don't. Uh, all right. So speaking of that, so some of the things that was just brilliant is everybody's afraid of these things called objections. Right. Uh, and I often think objection is one of the greatest things you can ever have from an investor because it means they're interested. If they said nothing, and apathy is the worst, but if they actually have a, a question or, or they're asking a question about something, I think it's a good thing because they're engaged. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. If, if they're asking questions, that means they're actually interested. Yes. If they're not asking questions, they just want you to get another topic about the yeah. hockey game yesterday. Yeah. That's different. When they're asking you stuff, that means they're considering it. Yes. yes. Absolutely. So couple of the ones that, and, and you can fill in the gaps if I'm missing a few of them, but I remember one of the ones, one of the big topics everybody has is, you know, what do we do with the cash flow or, or what is the cash flow on this investment? How do you handle that one? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm different than most on that one. And part of it is because I'm so want to be on that under promise over deliver side of things. So I tell people there is no cash flow. Zero. Zero. Yeah. And, and I tell them, I go, well, here's the reality is, you know, I can buy a house, townhouse, apartment building or whatever, and I can run a spreadsheet and it'll show cash flow. Yeah. But I said, I want you to make decision based on no cash flow. And I get a lot of people, I go, that's, that's not a very good sales pitch there, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm going, I go, think of it like an RSP. Do you have RSPs? I mean, yeah. do, does your RSP pay cash flow? No. No. So this is an investment for you. Yeah. You have a business, you have this, you have that. That's what's paying you. So I want you to look at that, mm -hmm. that way. And I go, plus when there's cash flow, if we want to, if we want to be astute, we want to build up a war chest because things do happen and yep. things do go wrong. Not do, it, they will. They, yeah, <laughs> they will. And I, and I say that it's like in any, if you own a business, you have clients that maybe go bankrupt and you're stuck with a bill. There's, there's always, every, every business has that. So yep. plan for it. So I go, if you need monthly cash flow, this is not the investment for you. Right. That's how it works with me. It's just, it's straight up, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and that's one of your filter criteria. If somebody right. needs to live off of the cash flow from the investment, this is not for you. Right. I mean, for those of you that already invest in real estate, if if that's what the if maybe like one in a hundred that that I, yeah. when you drill down, that's where they were at. Yeah. But if you if, they, if you drill down and that's where they're at, you could always you just swing the conversation. Go well. I might have an opportunity for you yeah. to invest whatever ten, twenty, thirty grand, and I'll pay you ten percent interest. Simple ah, interest. You just debt investor or equity investor. Exactly. Yeah. Say, you know, I have a solution for that if that's what 
what's yeah. more important to you. I think this way is actually better. You're going to do better. Yeah. But but if this is what works better for you, then you still have a solution. Yeah. And, and a corollary to that. Sorry, I've, I've been reading and I've got some bigger words now that I'm using. <laughs> a corollary to that question is, um, can you pay my line of credit? In, say, let's say they use a line of credit. Um, who's going to pay my line of credit? I, I, I'm, I'm really crystal clear on that. Yeah. It's not me. Yeah. How they get their money or how they access it is their thing. Yeah. And then, like, for me, my job is buy the property, manage the property, whether it's myself or a management yeah. company, because if it's a management company, you got to manage them. Um, sell the property, maintain, make decisions on rent, all that stuff. And in doing all that, I also clearly have expenses with, you know, cell phone travel, this, that, and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't bill that back to yeah. them. So I take care of my side. However, I want to pay for it, take care of it is what I do. Their job is to bring in the cash, whether it's just because they got it sitting in a mattress or they got it or they have to borrow it or whoever I do. That's that's their business. But no, I I don't pay for their lines. Right. And do you ever and you probably just as clear as that is just you it's don't, point blank, yeah. black and white. And, simple. and, and you just as you well, will you pay for my line of credit? What's no. your answer? No. No. That's it. And, right. and typically you don't have to. And, and, well, and many times they probably just say, OK. They, or, or they go, well, why not? <laughs> yeah, I've never had actually why not, I, but I've had, oh, but it never was a stumbling block. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I always relate it. I had it a, that question a few times, and I say, you know, it just gets convoluted because if I pay that, then, then now we got to work with you, and you got to pay the depreciation, the gas on my vehicle, and the cell phone, and the, all the costs that mm-hmm. I got. Just you do your part, yeah. I do my part. It's just really simple this way. Well, let's pragmatically think about it. And you probably will never, guys, we're just giving you some, we're arming you with a thought process. Um, sometimes you will never, ever even get the, the objection. But no. you pragmatically think about it. Let's say a person puts 100 grand in and it's at 5%. I'm just right. round number. What is that, five grand a year, 480 bucks a month? Give right. it, or whatever the number is. Let's say it's 450. Um, Pragmatically think about it. If 450 bucks a month is a make or break for that person, this probably isn't an investment for them, and they're going to be calling you on everything if that's if that's the issue, right? Well, I mean, I've I've solved that for some people, whether they choose to do it or not. A lot of them did. Where I would say, for example, if you are going to do it on a line, so say you're doing 100, you have access to 200 thousand dollars that mm-hmm. way. Maybe you want to invest 150, yeah. keep the other 150 aside that'll make the payments on that for the next seven years. Right. So you still didn't come with it out of pocket per yeah. se. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, that would work. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? It's a, it's a tax write off for them, right? Interest because it's used for making money. They're not sharing that write off with the property. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, I, I think it's one of the things that just be prepared for it in case you have it. You may never ever encounter it. But right. I think I, I love Arlen's just no, I, I don't yeah. pay for it. And I, I'll <laughs> give them suggestions. I'm not, I'm not asking them to do anything. Yeah. I just say, here's a, here's a way around that. Here's yeah. a workaround. Here's a possible yeah. way. I, I'm not asking them to do any of those things. It's just an idea. Yeah. Yep. Um, another one that always comes up, what's the return on investment on this property? Okay. Can you answer that? How's your, the golden magic words you use? How long is a piece of string? Yeah. That's my answer. And then, no, Depends. I, yeah, <laughs> I have to clarify yeah. that. And I go, I go, here's the thing with real estate. One, you have your debt pay down. So yeah. over time you're, you're gaining equity. Yep. That's, that's obvious. Yep. The next thing you're, a lot of times what you're looking for is equity appreciation. Well, that's not linear. You know, that'll go, that could go click, 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 
wing, yeah. click, 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 dunk. So if you're looking for an <laughs> annualized return, it's like, Lord only knows I have no idea what to tell you, dude. Yeah. Um, over the long term, I still will never say a number. Because yeah. if I say any number that I say, honestly, I, I actually view it as lying. Because yeah. if, if, uh, if you knew that number, yeah. I'd be so dirty, rotten, filthy, stinking rich right now. I wouldn't even, I don't know. You yeah. know, nobody knows that. Yeah. Nobody knows that. Yeah. But what I can say is here's roughly, and I usually do a pretty wide range, yeah. what I, and, I, and I make it less than what I think. I go, you know, roughly I could see the return over a 10-year span being roughly in this range. Yeah. The, and I, I prefer not even really do that. I, 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 uh, sometimes if you've done a few before, you can use some previous examples. And I don't want to use my best. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is because you're creating a bar. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so, so usually what I'll turn to them, I, I, and I do this every time, I go, so what rate of return would be satisfactory for you? Uh, so you get them to almost like I'm not do asking, a benchmark. I'm not asking them what rate of return do they want. Yeah. I, I want 500%. Me too. Why not ask for it? Here, I got a million right. bucks. Let's put it in. So I've had I've had people say to me, "Oh, I want forty percent," and I go oh, in my mind, I go, "I know I've I've done that for people. I don't know. Like again, I don't know the future. Mm -hmm. I probably could do it again. It might be less. I don't know. But what I do always turn to them and go, "So I want forty percent. Where are you getting that now?" Yeah, because I might have some money to invest with you. No, no. The reason why I'm <laughs> yeah. asking because they go, they go, I want forty percent. And I go, yeah. what do you, what in the return are you getting now? Because yeah. typically it's about two. Yeah, and their answer typically is, well, I'm not, but that's what I want. Right. So I go, so what are you getting now? Yeah. Like I'll, I'll just stay on that one. What are you getting now? Where, like, yeah, you getting, got an RSP? I'm getting four. Four. Yeah. So basically, if I could get you five or more. You'd be happy. We, I'm, I'm, this makes more sense for you. Mm. And then they'll go, well, yeah, well, I'd like 20. I, I said, yeah, and I'd like 40 or and I like 80 and I like 100. And maybe we get lucky and we get something like that. Yeah. But today, if, we, if you're getting four and I get you five or more, we're, we're, on a, we're doing good. Yeah, right? you're doing better, right? Right. And I said, I'll tell you right now, um, if it was only five, I probably wouldn't be wanting to do this with you. I'm, I'm yeah. I, I want to do better than that when this is what I do. Yeah. But I'm not. I can't promise you stuff because yeah. if anybody promises you stuff, I, my view is they're lying. Yeah. Like, it, it, well, maybe unintentionally lying or, or, or ignorance, or they just don't know. Hey, it. just 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 yeah. say it like it is. Just yeah. that, that, that's what it is, right? Yeah. And yeah, another one you usually get uh, to is uh, what happens if the tenant trashes the property. What do we do? What what's goes on? I go like again. If you're a partner, I'm yeah. saying I go. First of all, um, I take I have to take care of that. Yeah. I, so what I need to do is I need to clean it up, fix it up the most mm -hmm. economical way and fastest way possible, and then get it re-rented. Mm -hmm. Now I'll tell you if you're my partner, I probably if the day and that will happen at some point. Yes, it will. Um, I won't call you and tell you that. Mm. And I go and go. It sounds like I'm trying to hide something, right? Mm. I go, I'm not. I go, it couldn't be more the opposite. It's because I'm the active guy. If I say that to you, all I do is create stress in your life. Right. That's just what my job's for. I might tell you after, mm -hmm. say, guess what? You know, a couple months ago, this one, dang tenant, I was going 24-7, getting this sorted out, got it, fix it up, didn't cost much, kept the security deposit, re-rented it actually for more than we had before, done and off it's going. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but only after the fact. Again, I, I, I look at how I want to be treated. It's like I'm a property manager. Yeah. I kind of want them to tell me everything, and I kind of don't, yeah. right? I, I kind of rather them just go, 
if I'm calling them, how's it going? It's going awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Hang up. We're done. I don't want to hear the rest of it because I don't want to have the stress. Yeah. If they were by my side and everything, that, that's different. Then I'll tell them everything. And I go, I just do that to make your life better. That's what yeah. my job is. That's part of what I'm getting paid for. Now, I mean, a little bit of a side question. We're going to come back to some of these questions that uh, money partners, investors ask you. Um, are you have, you, have you flipped over to the other side of the coin where you're now the investment partner and more of a pa- you know, passive and active? You're not the active. Have you flipped over to the other side where you're, you're putting the money in? No. Not yet? No. Or probably maybe never will because you have a skill set on that. And a lot of people say is, you know, I'd much, and you, I think I learned this from you even is, you know, quite frankly, I'd much rather be you and all you have to do is stroke a check and look at a statement once a, once a year and get this or that. I, then they actually have to do all the work. I definitely at some point will turn that way. Yeah. And when I turn that way, yeah. I'm not going to be, the more experience somebody has, the better, but I'm, my number one thing I'm looking for is character. Yeah. More than, I'll take character over experience anytime. Yeah. And you had a, um, not to put you on the spot, but I think this is just flip off your, uh, off the tongue because you do it all the time is you like working with business owners because they get it of the, the whole thing about the whole 50, 50. Now that's the next line right. of questioning is, well, what, why are you getting 50% of the deal? Well, um, why am I getting 50% of the deal is because I, I just look at it. We got two halves. We got the guy that puts in the money. Like, so basically, they don't have the zero work. They yeah. put in the money. Believe me, there's there's value in for them putting the money. Yeah. And then they're 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 working with me on the um, on the side of expertise, uh, just plain work, mm-hmm. right? Day in day out, dealing with all the issues day in day out from the time we buy to the time we sell. Now, my famous line with most people is we're t- when we're talking 50-50, I go, here's mm-hmm. the thing. Because I've been doing this for a while, yeah. I will buy better than you. Yeah. I will manage better than you. I will probably get more rent than you, have a better vacancy than you. And I will probably, when I sell, sell for more profit than you would. Yeah, cheaper. Then I go, but at the end of the day, I'm taking half. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's probably a wash whether you did it by yourself or did it with me. The only thing you're choosing is do you want to do the work or not? Hmm. That's that's the honest answer, and people are surprised. I would say that. Yeah, and and then the the next logical thing is, well, do you have the time to do all this? Because this this is a full time job and it's a full time career. Do you have this on top of everything well, else you're doing? Again, if you're talking to business owners, and, yeah. and and I have that conversation with them, and I go, when you started your business, did did you uh, make lots of money the first year and work um, eight hours or less a day, and with no problems? They start laughing because yeah. their employees are probably making more than them. Yeah. And, and they were struggling just to make with their lines of credit, with their business, keep everything together. Yeah. They were losing their mind. Things are going wrong and the banks are jamming them and all that stuff's going on. And they made a bunch of mistakes with enough years. Now they may work a little bit less. They make a lot more, but yeah. they put in their dues. And I always say to them, if you wanted to do that in real estate, you've already proved you can do that. Mm-hmm. You could do what I did and be successful I have no doubt you can do this. Right. The question is, do you want to do the five or 10 years of pain to get to that point? Because they've already done that. Yeah, do you want to do it all over again? Right. Yeah. And if you do, I said, I said, I just about guarantee you will do well. Yeah. I, and, and a matter of fact, here's my, here's a contact for a realtor. Here's a contact. I'll help, I'll help you get my contacts. I, I, no. And I do yeah. do that. I say, and if you want, if you, if you think this is a good thing for you and you should do it on your own, if, if, 
if there's a little problem or a hiccup or here any questions or anything I can help you with, by all means, give me a call and I will help them. Yes. I will answer their yeah. questions. I will. But most times, those people don't actually have to want to go back. They just go, oh my they God. They remember the time and effort and stress and now they actually want to enjoy all the work they've done. They don't actually have to start over. Well, the one line I always kind of end up with on that is I say, the question is, do you want to work more or do you want to work less? There's mm-hmm. benefits to both. Yeah. You, I can't answer that for you. You can answer because I go, you can do well with me, and you and you have the skills and the ability. To, I already know and the work ethic to do well on your own. Yeah. The only question is, do you want to do more work right now where you're at in your life, or do you want to do less? I don't know the answer. Only you know the answer. Well, and typically, most people want to say less. Right. Right. And then you, and then the natural conversation is, well, that's why we how we work together is I take care of. I've done all that for you. Right. All you have to do is get your money working for you. Yes. Oh, brilliant. Oh, oh. I hope you guys are taking some notes here, right? or you're going to be repeating this one and rewinding it back and forth. Um, before we move on to this, what else, what other things that you typically hear from, from money partners when you're kind of in the, you know, getting them over the edge to, get, to write that check? What do you, what other things that you hear, or do we cover a good majority of them? Well, I, I get some odd questions, like I'll get someone that are just, to me, seems silly. Right? Yeah. Like, like they'll, they'll go like, "Well, what if the housing prices just crash and go down?" Yeah. And I go, "Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There is always always a chance they could do a drop. Yeah. But um, but then with time, they come back again. Yeah. And I would say with real estate is, you know, you could buy just before a crash, and look foolish and be kind of upside down. But with time, yeah. you will uh, you'll, just, you'll do great. Yeah. I, I, lots of times I use the example of my first deals I ever did. My first deals I ever did was I way overpaid. Mm-hmm. Way overpaid. And I, and I way- Based o- on the market conditions them, at that time. Right, so yeah. I'll just use rough examples. I bought something, like, I mean way overpaid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bought something for about 70 grand that was probably worth about 45. Okay. I was assumed a mortgage, so yeah. you just, you know. Um, and the rent at the time was about 400 bucks. I still have that property that I paid 74. So you paid in, in percentage terms, you almost, almost, you're not quite double, but it's a significant premium. Right. So, but now that same property is worth 220 and the rent is uh, 1500 bucks instead of 400 bucks. Right. And I paid 70, which was more than 45. And if you didn't refinance, it's, Pretty close to probably free and clear, your take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So with time, I mean, right. I, again, I just my belief is always saying the truth, always being honest. Yeah. And uh, and I think it's also it carries a ton of weight when I'm congruent with what I'm selling. I I find I'll use an example, and that's how I've always thought when I'm working with partners. I, I've got calls from financial institutions going. You've got to put your money in this or this stock or this is going to just right. skyrocket yeah. and all this stuff. My so financial my, guy doesn't approve this. <laughs> so my first question when they do that, I say, so do you have money in it? And a lot of times they don't even have any money in it. So, yeah. But then I go, yeah, some guys will go, actually, I do. I go, do you have all of it in it? Well, no. Well, if it's that great, why wouldn't you have all of it in it? Mm-hmm. And they, they, yeah. Right. So, but when someone looks at, says to me, "Are you all in on real estate?" I'm all in. Yes. I don't have it 
a little bit here doing this, a little bit here. I everything I have is in all in real estate, so I'm practicing what I preach, and that carries a ton wow. of weight with people. A yeah. ton of weight. Uh, it just you're firm in your conviction, and in today's day and age, that's that's something rare. Actually, if somebody who's really firm in the con- conviction, most people get bumped off path quite quite easily. Well, I mean, it, it's easy. To, it's a lot easier if you're talking to people or you're selling people on real estate if you believe it a hundred percent. Because you're not selling now, you're informing and you're trying to help people. If you don't believe it 100%, don't talk to other investors. Don't try to raise money. Spend some time reading or networking with someone like a Russell or something and see if you get to that 100% commitment and belief in real estate. If you get there, now go out and see if you can raise money. If you're not there yourself, you are going to struggle. Got it. Awesome. Okay, guys, we're going to do one more quick reset. I got to get a quick drink of water. And sure. uh, we're, we're <sighs> I, I, I hate to tell you, this is maybe turning into a, a, a three or four part series almost. <laughs> it's just, you got so much to share. And for guys, if you are still, wa- I know you're still watching it because uh, drop the comments in where you're watching this, put a comment in there, just do a shout out. Arlen is uh, as part of being a contributor to this, you're part of the program. Right. right, you you can get access to all this because I, I know you. There's things that you can learn from this Absolutely. too. Absolutely, I'm interviewing guys that are, are you know one guy I talked to who's raised uh, forty five million dollars in capital, and wow. we can always learn something. That's absolutely the, one of the main things I'm actually looking to do is scratch my own itch, and that's learn to take my own business to the next level and raise more capital. And I make a commitment to share everything I learn with everyone I find. Absolutely, listen. So so we're gonna do one more quick reset, and then we'll be right back, guys. All right. Thank you for listening to the Russell Westcott Podcast. Before you run off, could you do us one final favor? Wherever you're listening to this episode, we encourage you to leave a review, share with your friends, and subscribe so you can receive the latest episode to keep you feeling inspired and encouraged for the entire week. Visit www.russellwestcott.com for more information, support resources, and upcoming speaking engagements near you. Bye for now.